everybody. It's Kelly Cooper and welcome to another wisdom chat. I don't really need to announce that, right? Because this is on the app. I always feel like I need to say something. Anyway, I'm rambling a bit. Hope everyone's enjoying their Sunday. I am. It's a nice, lovely day here. I'm in the uh, foothills of the Berkshire Mountains in Massachusetts. Um, for anybody that doesn't really know my story, which most people in here probably don't, I am a full-time, I guess what you would call digital nomad. I don't really like that term really though, but that's what they would call us. My husband and I have been traveling pretty much full-time and house-sitting around the world since 2014. Since 2011, we've been doing the whole travel work online thing. So yeah, we just got to Massachusetts yesterday and it's lovely. But anyway, so my topic today I wanted to talk about Surrender is not resignation, except what is to allow what could be. And the whole idea, the main idea behind this idea in particular is, I've always liked to say when talking about especially like manifestation, law of attraction type stuff, a lot of people on personal growth, they're kind of interested in that sort of thing specifically, right? Because there's this idea that there's some power within you to change your circumstances, and, you know, uh, most of us human beings invested in this world to some degree, we have various things here that we think we want and we need, and we're pretty concerned about getting them. Uh, we strongly identify with this physical reality, this physical body, and we want many things for this body. We think it needs, we want it to be comfortable and safe and provided for and all of that, right? So this idea that I always like to say when it comes to teachings like that, especially to remind people here, like in those sorts of teachings, right? Like LOA and manifestation, what have you, about vibration and energy. And I've always, what I've come to discover in my own journey is that those words are simply, those terms are simply fancy words for feelings. Your vibration, your energy or whatever, it's just your dominant emotional state. And I say dominance, <laughs> purposely because we don't need to be perfect here 100 thank god or else we'd all be in a lot of trouble if that's what was required of us to uh, manifest change in our life by way of inner and emotional transformation and what have you um and one of the reasons we struggle with these energetic emotional transformations is what we're being asked to do from these spiritual perspectives the human ego mind does not understand uh it sees as a uh, very threatening it sees it as um, actually counterproductive to getting what you want at direct odds with it, like a cross current. Because your mind is used to your pain motivating you. Your mind thinks your pain is valuable in affecting change in your life. And in the paradigm where we make things happen through action, where we falsely believe action is the level of cause, that would seem to be true because it's the pain that motivates the action. It's like we feel really badly. We hate ourselves, our self-loathing, our what all this hate, hating this situation, hating that. It's like, yeah, you, the mind, human ego mind's like, yeah, use that to make yourself go and hustle and, you know, bustle and all of that. So in that paradigm, our emotional pain and dissatisfaction with where we are now would seem to be valuable. But in the world of transforming your circumstances by way of inner transformation, all of that negativity does not serve any positive purpose beyond the fact of it's creating a sense of contrast that allows you to figure out maybe what you would prefer instead, the circumstances you would prefer instead, the sorts of personality traits and tendencies and behaviors and habits you might prefer instead. But beyond that, our negative emotion, energy, fighting what is, hating ourselves it, on an energetic level, it's not going to serve a positive, 
purpose. So this is kind of what's behind this idea of surrender is not resignation, accept what is to allow what could be. Because like I said, the mind is scared of these sorts of ideas because it's used to your pain motivating you. This idea of surrendering to your current circumstances, again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, that's a very powerful energy to create when you accept what is in the moment. And accepting what is in the moment is not resigning yourself to these circumstances and giving up on changing them and being like, well, I might as well just find a way to be okay, even though I'm sick, even though I hate my job, even though I'm poor, even though I'm in a shitty marriage, even though this thing's not, and I just have to find a way to suck it up and be happy anyway. No, that's not what you're being asked to do. What you're being asked to do is understand that fighting against where you are now from an energetic perspective of transforming your circumstances by way of transforming your internal world and your emotions and your thoughts and your perceptions and your self-image and all of that. Fighting against what is does not is not going to help you do that. Surrender is what will help you do that because again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, what feels better? Accepting where what's happening now and not fighting against it, understanding that you know you, it's possible to change it. Or I hate this. I hate everything. I hate myself. I hate this circumstance. I'm going to focus on everything I don't like right now. And I'm going to try to force things to change and use all of this pain as a motivator to make myself, to make things different. What feels better, surrender or fighting against? Accepting what is or fighting against what is. Again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, if we understand that, we have a much easier time applying all of the different spiritual teachings that are recommended to us to improve our lives. So we understand, oh yeah, all of those teachings, I like to call it spirit thought system. All of those thoughts feel a lot better than ego human mind thought system. So this is one of the most important things to remember because if, you know, and especially with LOA manifestation type teachings, you hear a lot about the word resistance and people can start to become very resistant to that idea of resistance because they get sick of hearing that it's all of their negative emotion. That's the problem because they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to face it, embrace it, let it go, acknowledge it. So, you know, that's one of the reasons I've always said that I think a lot of people, we want to believe manifestation and those sorts of teachings are some action-based process where if we just do the proper tools and techniques, then we'll be fine. And uh, not really, right? It, there's an emotional component there. And again, surrender is not resignation. If we think of energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings, that improving our emotional state is the key to improving our external circumstances because they're just a mere reflection or mirror of what's happening inside. There is no downside to feeling better now and changing your life. How create? Think about the craziness of the mind. I mean, I, in my work, you know, I talk about conscious creation, manifestation locks. I understand people, you know, our big motivation for doing all this inner work is, again, like I said before, we're very invested in this world. We're very invested in this human body and its comfort and its needs and wants being met. I, I acknowledge that reality. So I talk about the mind a lot because the mind is one of the biggest barriers. Understanding the dysfunction of the mind is one of the biggest barriers to making that whole journey of caring so much about what happens out here much less painful. It makes it easier to see these changes that to some degree you'll probably remain attached to seeing and wanting to see in your life. And one of the craziest, most dysfunctional things of the mind that we fall for hook, line, and sinker almost all the time is because your mind is so, that because your human ego mind's thinking is so dysfunctional because it 
it's so upside down and backwards and everything and has so little understanding of how this whole process works. It actually convinces you that feeling better now is somehow bad for you. That you won't get what you want, that you won't feel happier later if you feel happier now. How crazy is that? Again, to that, to me, that's one of the core messed up beliefs it has that illustrate the level of this dysfunction and the level of complete lack of understanding it has about all of this sort of spiritual world and that journey, that inner emotional intuitive heart journey or whatever you call it. It thinks you feeling better now is somehow detrimental to feeling better in the future. That somehow feeling better now is somehow bad for you. That you're less likely to get what you want. That you're less likely to see these changes in your life. That's insane, right? And again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, there's absolutely no downside to feeling better now. And one of the most powerful things we need to do in the immediate moment to feel better now is we have to be willing to surrender to what is. Again, that is not resignation. The energy that comes from accepting what is in the moment is the very thing that that's the energetic shift that starts to usher in what could be all of this potential, all of these amazing things that could happen. All of these problems you have, that's where the solutions come in most easily when you make that inner transformation. And in the present moment of all the different beneficial energetic shifts we can make in the moment, surrender is probably one of the most powerful. It's probably the core shift we need to make. Because our big problem with wanting what we want is we don't like what's happening now. And we're fighting against what's happening now. I don't like this thing now. I don't like my job now. I don't like that. This, whatever it is that you right now you don't like and you're fighting against. And you're, that's the fuel driving your spiritual journey, personal growth journey. Or if you're specifically really focused on like LOA manifestation, conscious creation type teachings, and you're really zeroed in on, I'm trying to do this inner work to make an outer change. This is really something you have to understand. All of our wants in this external world are not coming from spirit, us, soul, us, whatever, however you think of that part of yourself. That's always anything, any concern in the external world is always a human ego mind concern without exception. Spirit us does not care what's happening here. It doesn't care what our body looks like. It doesn't care what kind of job we have. It doesn't care if we're single or not. It doesn't care whether or not we have kids. It doesn't care whether or not we can take three vacations a year. It doesn't care about any of that stuff. Anything you want externally is coming from human ego you. And human ego wants without exception always stem from some sort of emotional discontent. You're sad, you're angry, you're feeling bad about yourself, you're jealous, you're trying to prove something, whatever it is, right? It's never, so in human ego, so external worldly wants are always coming from human ego mind. Human ego mind wants are always coming from a negative place emotionally without exception. So we see that one of the biggest changes we have to make is, you know, in this journey, if we want to do it more, quote unquote, efficiently, if you want to think of it that way, how that our mind would want to think of it is we have to recognize that all of our desire now for everything we want, it's coming from, there's some negative emotion there. We're fighting against what is. If we didn't have a problem with what is right now, we wouldn't want to change it in any way. Again, a human ego want is always coming from a place of lack, dissatisfaction, self-criticism. Like, again, it's never coming from a good place. So if you're Anything that you're focused on, you don't have now, the, the reason is because you don't, something, you're, something in your current reality is not sitting well with you and you don't like it. And it's okay that you don't like it. It's okay that you want to change. It's okay that you want a different job. It's okay. You want to lose the weight. It's okay that you want to make more money. It's okay that you want a relationship. In and of itself, these wants aren't 
bad inherently. It's just, again, the place we're wanting them from is problematic on an emotional level. And we're assigning a value to these things that they actually don't have. And we're under this delusion that getting those things will make any real difference in how we feel, which isn't true. But anyway, I'm getting a little off topic there as I, I want to do. So if we're starting from a place of, I feel bad now, I don't like what is now, and I'm feeling badly about that, one of the core shifts I need to make in the present moment is I need to stop operating from the space where I'm fighting against what is. I have to surrender to what is. I have to accept what is. Because there's a couple of different ways, you know, to look at this that can help you with that. Number one. Just because you don't like something that's happening doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean it's a problem. Spirit would look at every situation in our life as serving some sort of purpose. If the only thing that's ever hurting us is our thoughts and perceptions, it's anything that it's just our mind that's hurting us, no matter what the outside thing is. If it's only ever, if our mind is ever the only problem, then anytime we feel badly about something is a tremendous opportunity to go within our mind and heal something, transform something, drudge something up that needs to be let go. That's been weighing us down. So in that sense, anytime you're feeling badly, there's something serving you there because the only thing that's hurting you in that moment is your thoughts, not the circumstance. So that's, another, that's one way to be able to surrender. Just because human ego me does not like what's happening around does not mean it's actually a problem. My mind is judging it that way solely because what's our ego human mind's sole criteria for judging things, how it makes us feel. Not our true intuitive type feeling, but our surface level feelings that are a response to our ego mind chatter and, and belief system. So ego mind is like, I don't like how this feels. So it automatically gets labeled as bad. And spirit will be like, no, I'm sorry. I have to disagree with you on that one. Your perception is your only problem. So surrender can be easier when you learn to look at your circumstances a different way. Not that it's this thing that's gone wrong or this bad thing or something to fight against, but I'm being presented with an opportunity here. This situation is dredging up a lot of uncomfortable feelings for me. That's an opportunity for healing, greater clarity, and all this wonderful inner work and all that warm, fuzzy stuff that people talk about with welcoming uh, challenges as opportunities for positive transformation. There's this idea, again, if the negative situation is serving you and it's not this bad thing your human ego mind wants to judge it as, it's easier to accept it in the moment. It's like, okay, situation, do what you have to do to me and for me. I'm kind of down. I, I accept the moment right now. Accepting, you know, it's easier to surrender to a situation when you don't see your negative feelings as some sort of enemy. Because again, if our feelings are just messengers alerting us to what's in our mind, our belief system, our perceptions of different things, our, our view of ourself, our general worldview or whatever, our thoughts about a very specific subject or whatever, then it's good to, it's good to experience things that rattle that stuff up. Because if we are not made, if those things aren't brought, flushed up more into our awareness, that's the energy that continues to run our show. And the, our reality will predominantly reflect that energy, but because we're not aware of that energy, we'll misinterpret everything that happens to us and we'll be thinking everything's like random, chaotic, unfair, or you'll tell all these stories about yourself that feel badly, not realizing that everything is just neutral energetic feedback. So it's good to be aware of what's happening inside. So again, there's that idea of it could be easier to surrender to a situation because you're like, okay, it's good to know, you know, um, if I have this deep well of self-loathing within me, whatever the situation that's triggering that, uh, it's hard to have a good life when you hate yourself. It's hard to attract all these things I say I want if I hate myself and a part of me actually doesn't think I deserve them. So it's kind of good that this situation with whatever I did something that made me hate, you know, 
bring up that, that self-hatred. Uh, this financial situation I have, it brought up a lot of really terrifying feelings around money. And seeing all these beliefs I hold about money, the way I respond to money, the way I respond to challenges in my life in a financial context, it'd probably be hard to manifest money if that's the kind of energy I'm carrying around about money. So yeah, maybe it's good that this happened. I remember one of my biggest shifts with money came when I literally like my main source of income, I was doing freelance writing. I'd become very reliant on this one particular like client and uh, they said like copious amounts of work and they, it was like a whole company basically. And overnight, I remember Google did some kind of algorithm change and all of their web properties that they had been contracted with took major hits and their content was not showing, you know, in, in high rankings anymore. So that led to like a major overhaul of, of how they did business. A lot of the work dried up virtually overnight. It became much harder to, to make money. My husband really wasn't making money at the time. And we were, we had a little bit of money in the bank we saved to make credit card payments. And we we're basically literally living off credit cards for, for several months. Right. And that brought up a tremendous amount of fear. It brought up a tremendous amount of shame. The shame was like ultra heavy. Right. So in that circumstance, ego mind would have judged that circumstance as terrible. It's like, Oh my God, like you, you're broke. You literally have no money. You're living off, you're getting cash advances to pay the rent. We were living in Thailand at the time. So it was a lower cost of living. So that helped a little bit, but getting cash advances to pay rent, putting all of our uh, groceries on credit cards. Um, I remember in Thailand, I love massages. They're like five bucks there. And I remember even then not even letting myself spend. I didn't even feel like I had $5 to spend on a massage. I would look at the cleaning ladies in the different places. And I'd be like, these women are probably making more money than I am right now. And it was a lot like, again, so in that example, that circumstance that my mind was judging as awful, there was a huge opportunity there. And it, it forced me to do a lot of work on myself. And within several months, I remember I went from that circumstance to being like literally broke pretty much to I manifested three uh, freelance writing opportunities within the same week that I ended up making more money than I had ever made working very, very part-time hours. And that, that, those opportunities lasted me a good couple of years. And at that's around the, you know, and, and I had started my blog a couple of years later and I still had that income coming in. So I felt, you know, I could do all of that, but right. in that example was, I would have probably never done that deep money clearing. I never would have aligned with that, those more lucrative opportunities if that situation hadn't happened, because if that situation hadn't happened, all of my more dormant money stuff that consciously I would have thought maybe wasn't an issue, but was swimming around there clearly because of the reaction I had when the situation came to pass, I wouldn't have been able to work through all of that stuff. So again, there's this idea of if you can see the circumstances serving you from the spiritual perspective, surrender becomes a lot easier because you're like, why would I fight so much against something that could actually benefit me? And when I talk about this, I'm not talking about suppressing your negative emotion and pretending everything's gung-ho and being like the spiritual enlightened, like Buddha-like, Christ-like view of like, yes, I embrace challenges with welcome, open arms and oh, I'm so blessed to be broke or, you know, having this health flare up or whatever. It's important. Part of this process is letting yourself feel the feelings that have been born of the perceptions you've been holding on these sorts of circumstances. You need to feel the anger. You feel the fear. You need to feel the resentment. You need to feel the jealousy. You need to feel the frustration. You need to feel the self-hatred. You got to let that shit up because that's part of it. 
that negative emotion is like a static, it's like an interference. If we don't deal with that, it becomes much harder to more deeply internalize in a genuine way all of these other spiritual perspectives, like, for example, your uh, challenging circumstances actually serve you in a positive way. If we do not deal with all the negativity inside, it's very hard for those ideas to take root internally in, a, 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 in such a way that they actually influence how you respond to the world around you. Because when we don't feel the feelings really, and that stuff kind of remains more on the surface, it doesn't really permeate as much. It really remains primarily just something we intellectually appreciate or understand, but has little to no influence in how we actually respond to our, our life and then the, the choices we make in our habits and how we relate to other people. So again, the part of you that's scared that somehow feeling better now is, is bad for your prospects of improving your life now. Remember that part of you that thinks that is the same part of you that has no idea how all of this world of spirit and energy and, and all of that works. Feeling better now is never, ever going to be detrimental. Surrendering to where you are now and having a sense of peace of like, okay, I don't like this, but I'm going to accept it. This is what I'm dealing with now. I lost my job. My health issue flared up again. I'm having this conflict with this person in my life. Me and my son got in a fight and we're not talking or whatever it is, right? It's like, this is what's happening now. Spiritual teaching would tell me, me fighting against it and the emotion that of all of that resistance and energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, then that sort of energy, that sort of emotion is probably not going to help me all that much. So the part of me that wants to cling to that pain because it's used to my pain motivating me to take action, that action creation as root uh, action as the root of creation, false paradigm. Yeah, I'm trying to break out of that because I'm realizing that's not actually the root of creation. Energy is the root of creation. My emotional state is the root of creation and my actions are a manifestation of that. So another thing too with the surrender is the surrender emotionally, it's, Primarily, it's a state of mind, right? Because it's like a way of looking at the situation. Like, I'm accepting this now. I'm trying to be better to accept where I am right now. I'm not going to fight against it anymore and spend all this emotional energy doing that. So surrender is a state of mind. But because our state of mind influences our actions, the act of surrendering, which again, they say an act, but it's more of a mental shift, a perspective shift, a perception shift. That for a lot of people, depending on the situation to which you're surrendering, that may or may not influence action. Because a lot of if a lot of your action right now is being taken from not being in surrender mode, but being in fight against mode, surrender mode might make you reevaluate some of the actions you might be taking to try to deal with your circumstances. You might realize, oh yeah, if energy and uh, if um energy if, if creating through action and quote unquote creating through energy are not mutually exclusive concepts. Um, but that action is a manifestation of energy, then a lot of the things I was doing were coming from an energy of really resisting where I was now and trying to force some sort of change, trying to force some sort of outcome. So in a state of surrender, of accepting what is and understanding my energy is the most important thing and how important it is to look at the energetic, emotional motivators behind my actions, then a lot of the stuff I'm doing now is probably not helping and I'm going to stop doing it. A state of surrender might inspire you to other actions that feel better, that feel more aligned. But remember, state of surrender essentially is a mental, emotional thing. It's not an action-based thing. But again, because our emotions and our state of mind are what motivates all of our actions, uh, that entering that state of surrender might lead you to act differently in these different areas of your life and accept, you know, what, what you're doing. For example, um, 
if you're experiencing a health problem and you're having a hard time, you know, and you're having a hard time coming to terms with that, it's affecting your day-to-day life and maybe the different commitments or activities you have, it's just harder to do them right now. But because you're, you're not willing, because you're in such a state of resistance to your health issue and that you're in the moment, you're not feeling well, you're like, you're kind of in almost like a denial about it and you're powering through anyway, and you're keeping all your commitments and you're keeping up with your same schedule and it's making you feel even sicker in a state of surrender, you would be like, okay, I recognize right now I'm not feeling well. I don't have the capacity, right? Again, it's not resignation forever, but just right now I recognize I maybe don't have the capacity to keep up with my normal schedule, activity levels, exercise, social commitments, or whatever it is. And in this state of surrender, I will honor where my body is. I will honor its limitations. And again, in that state, you might change your, and you might stop doing certain things because you realize all the stuff you were doing before was just some sort of denial or trying to push or force your body into feeling better or something. So that surrender, again, it's a mental, emotional thing primarily, but that's for most people, depending again on what you're surrendering to, that might influence the actions you take or do not take, at least in the moment. So let your intuition guide you on that too. And for a lot of people, like I said before, because most of our action is motivated by pain minimizing, fighting against, there's a good chance that a lot of the things you might be doing now from a state of surrender and letting the situation just be what it is and work through you and do what it has to do for you and to you and whatever, you'll probably think there's probably certain things that you're be like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to do that in this state of surrender and accepting what is these actions don't really feel aligned with that point of, with that perspective on the situation, the emotional state that that's brought me into these actions feel very at odds with, with what I'm trying to achieve here emotionally. So again, remember surrender is not resignation, accept what is to allow what could be, be willing to be what's happening to you right now as some sort of opportunities. Like I said before, at the very least, if you're feeling badly about something and the only thing that's ever hurting us are our thoughts, anytime you're feeling badly, at the very least, the opportunity is to just change your thinking about something. It might not necessarily be a big opportunity uh, in the external world of, of something new happening or big, some big change. But at the very least, it's like, okay, well, if the only thing that's ever hurting me are my thoughts, if I'm hurting right now, my thoughts are hurting me. So what's my thinking about this circumstance? It's not my circumstance, it's my thoughts about it. So what's the story here? What's the narrative? My mind is looking at an inherently neutral, nothing situation that's inherently nothing, but it's a layering something on top of that. There's a meaning, there's a story, there's a narrative, and that's what's hurting me. So what's going on there? And once you get at that story, again, surrender becomes easier too, because you realize it's not the circumstance that's upsetting me, it's what's happening. It's my story about what's happening. So if the circumstance is not the problem that it, I, I've believed it to be up until this point, surrender becomes a lot easier because it's like, okay, yeah, what's happening right now is not really the problem. So all of this fight against what's happening doesn't make a lot of sense because that's not my actual problem. And it allows you to explore what the true problem is. is it's what's happening in your mind, what's going on in my mind. And, but obviously the trick to all this is, which might sound obvious, but it's easy to overlook because the ego mind is very slick with all of this is we can understand it's the story, but then we have to be willing to look at the story. And again, that would seem obvious, but our mind is very good at being like, eh, I don't want to take it too deep. I don't want to get you too, too much into this. So I'll, let's intellectually accept that idea. Part of you is like, I'll intellectually accept that idea that it's the story, but I'm going to try to like get away with that actually looking at the story because that story is 
and understandably from a human perspective, because the story is painful. So we don't want to look at it. We don't want to look at what we're thinking about ourselves, what we're thinking about the world, what the situation is making us uh, think about us as a person, our capabilities or our intelligence or our whatever it is, right? Our desirability or whatever it is that, that makes us feel badly about ourselves about the situation. So yeah, think about that. Surrender is not resignation. Accept what is to allow what could be. If energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, surrender feels good. Resistance feels badly. I've always told people, because LOA, all that sort of teaching specifically, people way overcomplicate it because they make it this action-based strategy thing that it's not and think, like, I gotta learn all this shit. No, if you can understand this one thing, energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings that makes that whole quote-unquote process so much easier. When you're resisting an idea that would actually feel good, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's probably not a good idea. The part of you that's worried about surrender, again, being some sort of resignation to where you are now and then like nothing good can happen because you're accepting what is in the mind's universe or God or is like, well, I guess she's okay with that because she seems better. She just seems like she's feeling better now. She said she accepts what is, so we'll just keep what is. No, 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 it's nothing like that. It's just... So I'd be like, oh, okay. If energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, surrender can't be a bad thing because surrender feels good. If energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, all of these manifestation teachings that tell me I need to be detached from what I want rather than feeling like I need this to be happy, detachment feels good. Feeling like I need it to be happy feels badly. If energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, being open to how something manifests, the channel through which it comes, the journey of how this unfolds. Yeah, that, that feels good. That makes me feel relaxed, makes me feel like I, I'll, that trust that everything will work out good. That feels pretty bad. Me clinging to very specific channels and representations, like for example, insisting I can only be happy if I get my ex-boyfriend back and it has to be this very specific way or specific person or specific opportunity or specific pathway. Oh, that feels really badly. So again, if you can understand that core thing of energy and vibration or fancy words for feelings, you'll have a lot easier time embracing the teachings that you're being suggested to embrace to improve your life and improve your emotional health. There's no downside to feeling better now. All of the, again, the LOA type specific teachings that your human ego mind is very resistant to because it thinks that that odds actually with its agenda of getting these things. But if we remember, oh, energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings. Any idea, any idea that I embrace that feels better is going to be good because that feels better and that's good for my vibe. So again, surrender in particular, that's going to be a big energy for a lot of people because the only reason you want something different than now is because now is not okay in some way. And it feels bad. Now feels badly in some way. Now is not okay in some way. And ego human minds, like something here needs to change. And again, you can change it. No problem. The universe is like, you need a new job. You need more money. You want to, boy yeah, no problem. Like your world's, what your wants are child's play to me. Like no problem. Easy, easy peasy, piece of cake. But I need your cooperation on the energetic emotional front. And the only way that can be achieved is ideas like surrender, detachment, trust, faith, being open. Again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, that's those ideas. There's no downside to embracing something that will make you feel better in the immediate moment. And for some people, depending on what you want and why you want it, 
if this inner exploration might lead you to want different things or decide that there are things you want now that you don't want. Yeah, quite possibly if it's a very, very ego driven want of like, for example, um, you're very driven right now to uh, achieve something in your career, very specific, like you want to become partner at your law firm or whatever. And then you do some inner work realizing why you want that. And you're like, oh, I, I was really motivated to become a partner because like, that's a sign of status. That was what you're supposed to do. Um, my dad was a partner in his law firm. So I have to do that. Uh, and then you might decide, not only do I not want to be a partner in a law firm, I don't even like practicing law. I don't even want to be a lawyer anymore, if I'm honest, right? So in that example, some people, this inner exploration and this surrender or whatever, it might lead you to, to stop wanting certain things if they were very, very ego-driven and there was no smidgen at all of like just feeling a passion or any kind of alignment. It was purely, purely ego, which technically everything is, but some things are like extra ego, if you want to think about it like that example. But then if you no longer want something, if you don't get it, you don't care. You don't care about not getting things you don't want. So for some people, is it possible that you'll let go of certain desires when you really get at the root of what's really happening inside and why you feel the way you feel and why you want what you want? Yeah, quite possibly. But again, it's not a problem because if you don't want to be the partner in the law firm anymore, you don't care. If you don't want to be a lawyer anymore at all and you quit your job, you'll be okay with that. And like, yeah, I don't actually want to do this at all. So yeah, remember, surrender is not resignation. Accept what is to allow what could be. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great day or night, wherever you are and whenever you're listening. And for more content and products and information about my coaching, you can uh, visit my site, livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.